Good morning, and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us talking, get us sharing, get us exploring, and perhaps inspired or challenged to do just a bit more because we've made the connection. Our topic today is never run out of road. We kind of ran out of our intro a little bit, but we're going to come back <laughs> and we're going to listen to a little more of never run out of the road. My co-host Rick Bernardo and I have been enjoying listening to the song yeah. all week. Uh, Welcome. It's, it, it's welcome. wonderful. Yeah, this is Rick. I'm still Rick. Yeah. And but that, yeah, we just love the music. We're, we're going to hear more. Yep. And it's with the Ricky Medlock band. Um, you heard just a little bit. And I mean, a little <laughs> bit uh, created by Ricky Medlock and co-produced with Mark Warple, who are both joining me today. Welcome. Thank you very much. Good morning. Yep, morning. Yep. So glad you're here. So, Ricky, you're, you have roots in Cherokee and Lakota heritage, and you're one of the founding members of both Leonard Skinnerd and Blackfoot. Well, yeah, I've got a bloodline that runs in Lakota and Cherokee Creek, and uh, uh, a little bit of with a little bit of English and Scottish thrown in there for, <laughs> for good measures. I guess I get both all the bad sides, right? <laughs> but uh, realistically. Um, Actually, I was a founding member of Blackfoot, but I was just an early band member of Leonard Skinner, okay. dating back all the way to the early 70s when mm -hmm. I first joined him as a drummer and played with him for about two and a half, almost three years, then went back with uh, Blackfoot and had the success with them. Then I rejoined Skinner in 1996 and uh, have been there ever since. So, and then you also created the Ricky Medlock Band. Well, how this happened along with Mark here, Mark and I um, had the latter versions of Blackfoot where I had different band members. Mm -hmm. uh, and Mark was pretty well one of the steadfast members in the band. And uh, so then, you know, Mark and I have had an association for over 30 years. And... Um, this is kind of full circle for Mark and I because uh, we used to do these radio shows when we when he was in Blackfoot and we would go into radio stations and we would do early morning interviews or late afternoon interviews and sit and play acoustic guitars with, you know, people. And uh, so it's kind of come full circle with Mark and I and how this all came about. I have... Sometimes I have a lot of time on my hands when uh, Skinner is off the road. Uh -huh. When they, we've done tours and then we take a break, and we go along. And for months and months, we we're sitting. Mm -hmm. I can't do that. I, <laughs> um, as my my better half would tell you, uh. he's got a lot of energy. He needs to be doing something. <laughs> so, I had this idea of uh, I talked to Mark. And, uh, you know, I said, you know, I've got all this time on my hands. And I knew he had a band. And he was up here in the Minnesota area. You're from Red Wing, right? Yep. Me and my wife are Ellsworth and Red Wing. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I knew that he had a band called Them Pesky Kids. <laughs> I love that. Which now, they're not the pesky kids. I'm the pesky kids. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Um, I got to doing this idea. He and I had talked about recording again anyway. And I had this idea. I called him up one day. I said, hey, what if I interject myself with your band? We work up uh, Blackfoot tunes, maybe mm-hmm. some Skinner stuff, maybe uh, songs of artists that influenced me in my life. Mm-hmm. And we went out and tried to do some shows or whatever. Well, we knew... We had to have a new song. <clears throat> I had this song laying around for a good half a dozen or more years. It's one of your first, wasn't it, that you, well, you went back and looked at? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mark came down to Florida, down to Fort Myers, and we sat in my studio, and we listened to different songs and everything, and, and this song was one of those songs. And it's also between Mark and I and another fellow which people might be familiar with, a group called Blackberry Smoke. And um, the lead singer, lead guitar player from that, Charlie Starr, he's also a co-writer on it. Okay. Um, and they're doing they're doing sort of 70s style, but presently, right? They're kind of a, yeah, presently. And they're kind of a, you know, they're kind of a Skinner-type band. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're from the South. And uh, they're one of those southern bands that's trying to take up the, the the flag for you know yeah. carry on band. the tradition. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we got all of the song. I came up here over a year ago, and we started putting this all together. And the next thing you know, we got a hold of Scott. Got a hold of him, or he got a hold of Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the next thing, Rock you, the Cause gets yeah. a hold of all. And we've got Scotty on the line from Rock the Cause. You're infamous for that, Scott. So we, um, you know, Scott came on board, explained to me exactly, you know, what he did uh, with this label, and it was a great platform mm-hmm. to be able to give back to certain areas that I wanted to bring awareness to and give back to. And the next thing you know, uh, I find out we could give to favorable charities. And that set it off with me. I have a very, very good friend. Um, have known him for years. And everybody would know him from Yellowstone, the TV series. His name is Gil Birmingham. And he plays the tribal chairman on there. And Gil's been in films for many years. And I got a hold of Gil, and I told him, you know, because they had a segment in the third season. Of Yellowstone. Yes, Mm -hmm. where the wife of the youngest son of Dutton, his wife is native. She plays a native in the series, where she's abducted, but it was a (laughs) setup. And she's abducted. She's taken out on the reservation. And the guy is going to have his way. And Gil Birmingham, his character, he's got a sidekick, Mo. And it was a setup where they take care of him. Mo takes care of this perpetrator. Mm. And as they go to looking on the reservation, they start finding all these mounds mm. where other women had been, uh, you know, murdered or whatever and gotten away and buried. Mm. So... Gil comes back to me and he said, let me talk to Taylor Sheridan because I know that Taylor gave to a certain charitable society. He comes back to me a short time later and said, okay, Ricky, here's what Taylor said he did. He gave to the National Indigenous Women's 
Resource Center. Boom. That was it. That named the first one. And then the second one is the Dreamcatchers Charitable Fund. And I'm involved with them. They're of the eight nations up in Canada. Mm -hmm. And they are an organization founded by the Green River uh, Enterprise up there. It's all Native. And they gave me, not too many years ago, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Through the Indigenous Awards, right? Uh, yes. And so I give back to the Dreamcatchers mm-hmm. Charitable Fund. And the picture that you see along with uh, the song. It's stunning. Yeah, it's, it's that awesome. That was taken by an incredible artist. It, she, she captures your essence. Just she's amazing. the most amazing photographer. Mm-hmm. She travels with... Uh, Aerosmith, she travels with Guns N' Roses. Her name is Kat Benzanova. And she graciously said, you can use the photo if you'll donate to one of my charities. that like, we do that, save the wolves. And so there you go. And if you want to see that amazing picture, you can go to rickymedlock.com. And that's, Ricky is spelled with an uh, R-I-C-K-E-Y. And Medlock is M-E-D-L-O-C-K-E dot mm-hmm. com. Yep. Fabulous yeah. picture. Yeah. A- and you learn more about the song that you've uh, written. Right. A- and co-produced mm-hmm. with Mark. Um, that has, with every download, uh, you'll be able to make a donation yourself. So as you listen to this fabulous song, uh, you're also supporting the cause. And it, uh, the song uh, created by Ricky years ago brought back uh, and has a, sort of a, a life of its own. Brought back to life. <laughs> In a good way. Um, so what, why don't we hear just a little bit more? Uh, are, are you set there, Patrick, to, to hear a little bit more? There we go. I know the highway is the truth With every mile there's a story Never running out of road till the good Lord leads me home. Counting lines in all directions, old southern wind, like so many. I know the highway is the truth With every mile there's a story And never running out of road Till the good Lord leads me home I'm back to Connections Radio Show where we talk about ideas that matter. And today we're talking about Never Run Out of the Road. Um, Wonderful song by the Ricky Matlock Band and we've got Ricky Medlock and co-produced this song with Mark Warple, who's also part of the Ricky Medlock band. Yeah. Uh, longtime friends. As I understand, for over 40 years. Oh, it's been 40 years, Ricky. Sorry to tell you, it's been 40 years. Oh, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. L- last segment, we said it was 30. 30. And, and, that old. And I was seeing Mark Chuck. He said, like, no, Give no, or no, take. no. We're, 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 talking, we're talking 40. Right. Give uh, or take 30 years. <laughs> we, we also have Scotty Harold, who is the CEO and founder of Rock the Cause. Uh, the song that you were listening to 
which is so beautiful um, and so uh, 70s cool and 2024 hip um, (laughs) (laughs) Never Run Out of Road uh, is a song that's also being dedicated to having uh, portions of the proceeds go to a Native American group that uh, serves to work with uh, women who have been um, sexually molested, have been hurt. have It's the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center. And the National Indigenous Women's Resource Center provides national leadership to end violence against American Indian, Alaska Native, and Native Hawaiian women. And they lift up collective voices um, using grassroots advocates and offering culturally grounded resources, technical assistance and training, and policy development. And one other thing that I just wanted to mention that a lot of people don't know is that American Indian women are the most battered, raped, stalked, and murdered group yes. of women in the United States. Yes, they are. 70% of the time by non-Native offenders. And according to the report, yeah. American Indian women are raped at a rate more than three times that rapes reported by all races on an annual basis. So for all races, it's two per thousand for American Indian Seven per one thousand. Isn't that sad? It is horrific. And yeah, and this is Rick, and this, it's been that way for decades. It's been oh yeah, in a situation where we're not doing, everybody's not doing what they need to do to stop that. It's just uh, it's another aspect of racism and sexism. Well, I have a very good friend of mine, Elaine Hackett. She's Blackfoot, and uh, another friend of mine, Jean Braverock, who's an actor. Very good, very good friend. They both come from the reservation in Montana. And Montana is the leading one uh, for disappearance, uh, for, you know, murder committed, uh, all these crimes. And they just, Elaine gave me some stunning statistics because uh, she had a relative that worked inside authorities. And it was just like, I was when I first started investigating it, and on a side note, there I want you to know that I got with some people. First of all, I did a a series that was we were trying to get uh, get a steady series going. I did a show called Homeland Nation, in which I was the host and narrator and stuff. And when that didn't go anywhere, then I got somebody got a hold of me from the William Shatner Production Company. And we were gonna do a TV show um, every week. It was, a, it was gonna be a series to where we would go to these different reservations and we would talk about the problems. We get into the problems that not one network would pick it up. What a heart. No, they didn't want to hear about it. There's a little there's a little parts on YouTube you can go find. You can see it on there too. Yeah, you can see Homeland Nation on on YouTube uh the introduction of it. Yep. And uh, I I have since been in touch with a fine gentleman named Peter Blackwell and we have been talking about uh trying to pick it up again to where we can, you know, place it. Mhm. And get the funding for it and place it and, you know, get it rolling again. Because I, for me personally, one of the biggest things that I did this for, uh, not only to get new music out and play again and, you know, whatever, it was to make 
and bring awareness to a very epidemic. Yeah. Okay? It's an mm-hmm. epidemic. It is. I have a, a great friend that just I met here, what, two years ago. She's the Secretary of Interior, Deb Holland. I met her. We've talked about it. Uh, she's going to try at some point to get me in front of the Congress. Would that be perfect? Uh, to talk about this yeah. because, honestly, I don't think the Congress would want to hear me. They should, I though. think my mouth is big enough to take up the whole room when it comes to this subject. And when I get to talking, I don't stop, as you can tell. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I'm an independent thinking person. Uh, I don't like nobody to sway me one way or the other. I'm stubborn as an Indian like that, and which leads me to the fact that there needs to be, you know, that, that awareness brought so that people know and understand what's going on. And it's not only, think about it, if it happens to natives in that, that kind of way big, think about your own family. Think about what could happen to your own children. Have heart and empathy. Yes. So it, it's a big thing for me and Mark. And part of that is also your own heritage. Being And oh, for yeah. those just joining, um, of course. Uh, Ricky is both Cherokee and Lakota mm-hmm. uh, in your heritage. Cherokee mm-hmm. Creek mm-hmm. on my mother's side, mm-hmm. my father's side, Lakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's amazing and um, wonderful that you are lending your voice, <laughs> your song, and your spirit right. to be supporting this amazing cause. The the Never Run Out of Road, when I first heard it, I thought of <laughs> Red Road, you know, yeah. and getting on the Red Road as sort of your path, your purpose, your destiny, which is beautiful to tie, yeah. to tie with this important cause. Mm-hmm. But you had some other uh, affiliation, <laughs> uh, affection yeah, for the yeah. road you were sharing with yeah. me. Well, you know, if people know... If some people know the history of uh, of my grandfather Shorty Medlock, uh, he was a he was a professional musician, in and out of Nashville, played in his, with his own band. But when he would be home in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. he'd have his own bands, and him and my ma would take me at a very early age on the road with them. Uh, they would make me a bed in a dresser drawer. Put me in there. It's a great story about my dad got up one morning or one night to go to the bathroom and he shut the drawer and I'm in. <laughs> and he came back to bed to lay down and my mom Juanita she goes, "Did you just shut the drawer?" He goes, "Yeah." She goes, "Ricky's in there." <laughs> so shut the drawer. Who cares about the kid, you know? But um, I've spent my whole life. On the road, mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. And there might be some people out there that understands this, mm-hmm. but to me, it's nomadic. Lakotas were nomadic. But for me, it's the ultimate freedom of being able to get in a vehicle, whether it be a tour bus, whether it be in my personal car, van, truck, whatever. It's one of those things that's very therapeutic for me. I can get on the road and I can drive for thousands of miles. I was just telling you uh-huh. that Skinner did a charity thing in Jackson Hole, and it, Gary Rossington, bless his heart, he passed away almost a year ago now coming up, but him and his wife was involved in, a, in an organization in Jackson Hole. Well, they had a charitable drive one year, and we played at it. 
So the rest of the band flew to Jackson? Not me. I got in my travel van and I drove to Jackson Hole and loved every mile of it. So every mile there's a story. That's right. There you go. And Leonard Skinner is a story in and of itself as well. Oh my gosh, yes. yes. Starting in the early 70s, you were part of Leonard Skinner. Then you went to uh, Blackfoot. Blackfoot. Yeah, and now back back to Leonard Skinner. I've been back with Skinner since 96 for 28 years. Um, and collectively with them, I was with them two and a half years in the early 70s, so collectively over 30 years. And uh, you know what? I feel very blessed and fortunate uh, that I've done what I've done in my life. And uh, I worked really hard. I kept my focus. And for young musicians out there, if you're listening to this, you know, I get questions, how did you do it? And I said, the best thing to tell you is, you got to write a great song. It's a song that's undeniable that when listeners hear it, they remember it. We call them earworms. They get in your head and they work alive, you know, in your head, you know, and there you go. But for young musicians, it's hard today because back in my day, every song that could be written hadn't been written yet. Now... Every song that has been written can't be written anymore because people borrow from everything. You know what I mean? So for me, music has been my lifelong, you know, relative, friend, buddy. It saved my life because I have a very interesting condition that not a lot of people know about, but some people do, and I have pulmonary fibrosis. I got one lung. And people watch me stand up there and sing, and they're like, what are you doing? How do you do this? Got to realize, I wasn't supposed to see 14 years of age, and here I just turned 74. So There's a reason you're here. (laughs) I believe that. Yes, I believe that. But, um, you know, with the thanks to Mark Warple, he's he's one of my best friends. And uh, writing partners and recording par- playing partners. Um, I'm going to let Mark talk for a while. I'm <laughs> Actually, what I'll do is we'll come back for the next segment, and we're going to talk more with Mark. Put a piece I- of tape over <laughs> I won't do that. But I will let the audience know, if you want to be supporting this wonderful cause as well as listening to this amazing music, um, as my friend Scotty said, donate or download. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the download, you can go to rickymadlock.com, and that's spelled R-I-C-K-E-Y-M-E-D-L-O-C-K-E.com. To donate, if you'd like to also support this wonderful cause that um, Ricky has chosen to have the the song go to, it's n i w r c dot org. You can say what that that stands for. That stands it's for the Ricky. National Indigenous Women's Resource Center. And we will be right back. Uh, we're also going to talk about Ricky's band. That's going to be right here in town. I'm going to let him talk about it. Okay, we'll let Mark talk about that. We'll be right back after just a few commercials. Stay with us.
welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter and songs that matter. Uh, and you just were listening to Never Run Out of Road, uh, which is a fabulous song that Rick Bernardo, my co-host, and I have been thoroughly enjoying this last week. You, say, you wanted to say a few things about road. I always do. Uh, anytime somebody mentions road or journeys or paths, um, I'm always steeped in reflections uh, because my background is in uh, theology, spirituality, ethics. I got degrees and a lot of teaching in that. And so many traditions around the world have these universal ideas of a path. Uh, doorways, a journey, uh, and even in my own life, when I feel down or even up, I always try to remember that, you know, as long as I'm pointed in the right direction, that's all I can do, and we're all on a journey. And I think if everybody just looks, you know, no matter where they came from, and kind of reflect spiritually or deeply on that, we know we're just all on some kind of journey, and that's the best we can do, and it's great. In your song, and and with us today, if you've just joined, I should make yeah. sure that everyone knows who's yeah, in our who, studio today. We're with people. Yes, we are. <laughs> Ricky Medlock, uh, part of the uh, Leonard Skinner band back in the seventies, also um, was with the the band that you got started, the Blackfoot Blackfoot band. Thank you, and now is with the Ricky Medlock band. I got people no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all wonderful bands. We also have uh, our friend Mark Werbel. Hi. Yep. Who, yeah, hi, who is who has co-produced the song. Yeah. Yep. Me and Ricky has spent, I don't know, thousands of hours in studios over the years that we've spent mm -hmm. time together. And, mm -hmm. and then a lot of those hours are just amazing hours to be in that environment, in that creating time. Um, yeah. So it was it was. When he had called me, it was it was a couple of years ago, and talk, started talking about the idea, um, going down, and then just all we did was just listen to music in like you talked about before a home uh, studio, right? Yeah. And then his, you got to walk by the pool to get to the to the nice <laughs> studio over there, and we just sat there listening to songs, listening to songs, and um, kept coming back to this one. And well, it, this is one of the pile. There's a pile, and and <laughs> that's that's the thing about you know musicians. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a teacher. I I teach recording. I teach songwriting. I encourage the five year olds to start writing songs. Um, you know, and I teach them in a number system. Um, it's just we don't stop writing. Right, He's that, got. I it, mean, it, he, it, we got little bits and pieces. We got. You know, I could show you my phone. I got 600 <laughs> little titles and little lyric. You know, it's just you sing stuff into the phone from driving. You know, so it never ends. Road hit us hit us pretty strong. You know, when we look at each other and listen to it. Um, Great pile of musicians that are on it, um, an amazing list of players. Um, then we end up talking about proceeding with that. When you never know until you get to the end, it's another journey. You never know until you get to the end of the song and what it's going to be like. You don't know. It just you never it, run out of the room. Well, it just leads you. The song will lead you in directions. It's the funniest thing to sit there uh -huh. and go, yeah, what about this sound? What about turning on the bass a little bit on this? Uh -huh. You know, all of the hours. We probably got a couple yeah. hundred hours into this song. And, and that's not, it's not even work. It's just uh -huh. what... It's just what you do and what leads you to that point, you know. Now, so the co-producing and the the core, you know, me and Ricky can throw off ideas back and forth to each other, just because we've done it so much. Um, you meet people that you get along with that way, just like any kind of relationship, you know. Mm -hmm. um, 
and it's it's we don't even think about it. it's just we don't you know it's it's needing to have more time to do that is really the thing you know and you use some of the original demo and and <laughs> oh it is yeah definitely we used uh nick is uh one of the skinner camp he's he's the bongo t- conga player actually nick is actually is michael cardalone's drum tech yeah yeah Yeah. so he he's the drummer that ricky used on it um then brian reidinger from town he's from in the groove music um he's a co-worker of mine also for 30 he's actually 30 years ricky's 40 so um he plays drums on the end of it you know um but it's all those little bits and pieces and then the guys in my band tpk them pesky kids which is the worst band name in the world but we're (laughs) (laughs) we're stuck with it um but, you know, they came in. There's, you know, it's the band singing on it. Um, I did more guitars, more keyboards on it. Um, it's just sound. It's just, it's just the, the best. It's, I can, my wife has to yell at me to come upstairs because you know, I'll just keep going all the time with that. I, so. I got I to say, there, there's sections of that. Uh, oh, every little section actually just pops in a different way. It's just like every. It just, it just reaches into my well, heart. Yeah, you know? I appreciate that a lot. And that's what we feel that when we're doing, and that's what I'll we're bet. going for. Um, these kind of songs um, are, you know, some of my favorite. I call this a production song. So it's not just a, you know, um, a pop song with the with the with the Ooh. structure, you know, that we go in. There's a there's structure there, but we really follow where it leads us. Yeah. Um, to tell you the truth, the song was eight minutes long when when it came to me. Really? <laughs> so oh, we yeah. we uh, there was an, and that's part of us. Me and Ricky love long guitar solos and you know um, <laughs> build, you know build it's up. It's the seventies so. <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I play Freebird every night. I yeah, know. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need another guitar solo here, but um. You know, so but uh, yeah, so that that is big part of the song is the the dynamics, the build up that you, you know, actually are going on a road with the, with the, the song end itself. keeps yeah. building and building, yeah. and then you come back down to that guitar playing. You know, coming down to that at the end, it's just the and it feels like the words to me. You know that kind well, of. Well, what's cool yeah, about it is that yeah. you also talk a lot. It, the song in the lyrics brings up all the directions. You know, the southerly direction, the northerly direction, which also is the heart of Native American. You know, the four directions. Yeah. Yep, yep. I mean, I, I I go back to thinking about being on the road. The first time I ever saw the Northern Lights, I was on the road. Oh. And um, yeah, I had never seen the Northern Lights, and I'd always heard how beautiful they were and everything and i'm thinking are people tripping when they see these things I've never how great seen, could it be i've right? never seen it you know but, but one night uh one night it happened and i was just like wow it's stunning, you know it? It, it's you just, just get transfixed by it's just the light um, show. it's so spiritual you know that was, that was with skinner in a bus right in canada or something like that you said yeah, that, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And it's Lakota. I mean, that, that that brings, you know, the the Lakota way in Minnesota and up to the ca- oh, yeah. Canadian. Oh, that, yeah. That's in your heart, too. Yeah, I just, look, you know, um, I never possessed, you know, presented myself as full Native because I'm not, mm-hmm. you know. But the side of me that is, uh, I'm very honored and proud and uh, happy to know. Uh, you know, and so uh, for me personally, uh, and this goes along with everybody, you should be proud of what you are. I mean, don't, you know, whatever you are, don't hide it. I mean, that's what you are. Don't profess to be something else that you're not. And, uh, you know, be proud of what, you know, where you come from. You it's know? also important to you to have a sense of meaning with what you do. And yes. I'm so proud that you are. Uh, giving back with this song? 
For, you know what? Uh, along with Mark, and I know he is the same, but I, I'm a real musician. Um, I, that's all I've ever done is play music. My grandfather, Shorty, uh, when I was three years old, bought me a miniature banjo. Taught me some songs. This TV show that he was on called The Toby Doughty Show originated out of Jacksonville and simulcast on CBS all over the South. Huge area, right? And my grandfather went to Toby one day and said, look, I've taught my grandson how to play a couple of songs with me on the banjo. Can I bring him on the show and have him and I do a song together? And Toby was like, well, how old is he? He said, well, he's three. And he goes, come on. And he goes, no. He says, he says, I'll show you. Let me bring him. So Toby said, all right, I want to see this. So he brought me on the next week, and we did a song together. And cards and letters started coming into the TV station enough to where it warranted me to come back, and I stayed on there for five years. Oh, my goodness. The, the pic- wow. pictures are amazing of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got pictures I will show you before I would we leave. <laughs> I would love to see them. And I, so in the midst of that, I took up playing guitar when I was five, drums when I was eight, and little did I know that both the guitar and the drums would be very beneficial to me later on <laughs> because I played drums in my grandfather's band, and then I joined Skinner, and I played drums for the first time around. Uh, guitar, uh, I played guitar in teen bands all over Jacksonville. And then the next thing you know, I'm in Blackfoot playing guitar, standing up singing, playing guitar. And then next thing you know, here I am, one of the lead guitar players uh, for Leonard Skinner to have been for the last 28 and a half years. So here I am. And uh, you know what? I've had an incredible Life, I have, and uh, very proud of it. And what's also exciting is that if you want to come see Ricky Medlock's Woo-hoo! band, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you would love to see, <laughs> uh, they're going to be uh, March 1st at the Medina Art Center. Uh, and it's uh, the doors are open at 7.30. The show starts at 8. And you can get tickets by going to medinaentertainment.com. And then you do backslash Medina dash events and Ricky Medlock's band comes right up. You'll also see that cool picture we were talking about. <laughs> that, that picture's on there as well. Courtesy of Cat Bizzle. <laughs> That's, yeah. right. mm-hmm. That's right. Well, we're going to need to take a break, but um, we'll listen to Never Run Out of Road as our outro. And mm-hmm. then we'll be back for just one more segment. I wish we could go on for another two hours. Yeah. Um, but we have at least one more segment left to talk with both Mark and Ricky. Very good. Co-host Rick Bernardo have had the pleasure and honor to have both uh, Ricky Medlock and Mark Warple join us today to talk about this amazing song "Never Run Out of Road." Their amazing band, Ricky Medlock Band, 
Roots in Leonard Skinner <laughs> with our friend Ricky Medlock uh, being part of that amazing band um, and celebrating both the song being able to also give back um, to an important cause, uh, supporting missing and murdered indigenous women. Um, and it, the portion of the proceeds of the benefit go to the NIWRC, uh, which supports women getting supported um, during this challenging time. Mm-hmm. Mark, I would love to have you share about how this all kind of came together. Yeah, um, I wanted to mention that Ricky actually came to me <laughs> when we're doing all our conversations and talking ideas and talking about fishing and everything else that we talk about. But he came, actually came to me with this idea. I have a piece of paper at home with, I'll write down words when someone's talking to me about an idea of what's coming out of the conversation for the song idea. But it was actually, he wanted to do something, a song written for the MMIW um, at that time. And then we got into other things. Um, I started working with um, Scott Harold from Rock the Cause label. Um, I'm actually, like I said, a teacher. So I was actually, I was aware of Rock the Cause because I used to have to teach a whole bunch of kids <laughs> clouds, uh, you know, the song clouds. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, um, so then worked with Scott Harold. Um, me and Ricky were starting to talk about the song was coming together. How are we going to put this out? We were talking to our manager, these rock record labels that, you know, we've dealt with before. And it just occurred to me, I brought up the idea, we can actually tie this in to a charity and that this would work really well with the MMIW movement. Um, Ricky jumped on it right away, um, got a hold of Scott. It happened really fast. I got a hold of Scott, and I said, Scott, what do you think about putting on a Ricky Medlock song? He's like, well, he just went, you know. <laughs> I can hear, I can hear, yes! <laughs> right. So, and then... Uh, and then uh, it just so it's been working out really well. Um, Scott Harold's an incredible worker that way. So it's it's kind of neat how that all came together again. That journey that led us to that point. So, yep. well, uh, Scott, uh, Scott, are you still with us? He may have bowed out. But, I, I, am, oh, there no, you. I am here. He okay. was nodding his head. Yeah, I just oh, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. If you want to make mention of of the um, working with uh, this great band and this wonderful <laughs> song, love to have to have you uh, share a little bit. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Scott Harold, CEO and founder of Rock the Cause Records. And, you know, Mark and I have been working on a number of projects over the past, you know, year for an artist named Joe Bacalki. So it was it was awesome when uh, Mark came to me with this. And, you know, I've always been a fan of Skinnerd. I'm a fan of Blackfoot. I remember, you know, one of the first conversations I had with Ricky was telling him about growing up in Nebraska and being back in the back of a fastback Camaro, <laughs> flying down a dirt road, listening to, you know, train, train, you know, so uh-huh. I, I've, you know, I've always been a fan. And so when Mark brought this to me and, and said, do you want to do this? I said, well, absolutely. I want to do this. And, you know, in my work with young people here in the twin cities, um, I come into contact with a, with a lot of young Native American women who I've mentored and worked with and give career development. And, you know, there's, uh, you know, some of them are like my own children. They're like my own daughters. And, and I was aware of the MMIW movement through them. And it just it just hit me, you know, if something ever happened to TT or happened to Alyssa, it would break my heart. Yeah. And so this this was a natural fit for what I do. And I, I couldn't be more proud and honored to be to be working with this team on this project and, and to be serving the Native American community. Well, it's an important cause and it's um, it's wonderful when we can bring music, which brings people together and causes that can make a difference uh, in the world today. 
So with that, with uh, Never Run Out of Road, will you be playing this at the Medina Arts Entertainment Center? Oh, yeah. This will be the first time that we've played it out live. So everybody in Medina, you'll get the you'll get the opportunity to hear it live for the very first time. I also want to mention on the website, we also have uh, merchandise on there. And these T-shirts on there is really cool looking. On the back of it, it's specifically uh, the red feather, red hand, uh, you know, and the, like I said, part of those proceeds from the uh, from the merchandise absolutely goes to the charitable funds. Well, I want to make sure we get that website out again. Yep. It's rickymedlock.com, and that's R-I-C-K-E-Y-M-E-D-L-O-C-K-E.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to the song. Um, you can also go to uh, the Medina Center, uh, and that is at. Um, and I was going to say, uh, on his site is a link to the tickets. Oh, good. Right on yes. that. Oh, homepage. good, good, good. It's, yeah. yeah. So, so, I, so, I just so, go so through Mar- there. March would, one, but March one, the evening of March one, you want to look for that date. It's right at the bottom of the homepage. You can look at Spotify. The the, the concerts come up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about everywhere. Yeah. It, it, and you've got some other things coming up, don't you, Ricky? Oh, I got a long, <laughs> I have a long tour uh, getting ready to jump on after our shows. I got a three-day break, and then we jump on uh, Skinner Tour. It's us. It's called the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. <laughs> oh, awesome. So it's us and ZZ Top out on the road, along with a great <laughs> bunch of friends of mine, yeah. Blackstone Cherry. And uh, we're out all through March, all through April. So if you see us coming around anywhere near you, come out and check it out. It's it's a fun time. But um, I also heard that you're going to have some more songs coming out on Rock the Cause. Yes, I you know I really feel I, I really feel driven uh, by doing all this. And uh, my my better half, her name is Stacy Michelle, has had a long history in music herself. She has sang with virtually everybody. Uh, Joe Walsh for four tours, Kid Rock for 16 years. I mean, she's been she's been in music a long time. We got some songs on her we'd like to develop, and uh, she wants to you know at some point will probably come in with us. Fabulous here in this band. So you know, well, stay, it's all good. And stay tuned to watch uh, and check out irockthecause.org for the future uh, music coming out. And Mark and Ricky. It's just been wonderful to have you here. Thank you. We Thank hope you. that you'll yeah. come back or at least maybe even join us uh, through online because we'd love to keep track of <laughs> yeah. what you're doing and how you're doing sure. it yep. and make sure that our Twin Cities at all, with all the folks that listen uh, on the Internet, are well aware of all the wonderful work you're yeah, doing. You so it. thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank Appreciate you. it. Absolutely. Thank you, Rick.